guys, after a uh, summer break, the Cuba del Norte are back. With me today on the call, I have Rigo and Luis. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? Yeah, what's up, guys? Just getting like an waiting. getting like an Ayala sandwich today. <laughs> Whoa. Pause. Hey yo. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's restart oh. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that ever again. <laughs> Uh, World Cup hangover. Uh, yeah, I miss it. Yeah, I yeah. miss it. I miss the. I miss the. To be honest, I miss the group stages when it was every day. Yeah, that's when it was like fun. I, like I, I miss like watching a game and then like knowing that I had to get like work done in that hour. Yeah, because <laughs> another game was coming up. That's what I miss. And it being daily and like the mornings. Like waking up early on like Saturday mornings. Yeah, I, mi- I miss those first two weeks when we still had hope as a as a Mexican fan. <laughs> Back when we were the best team in the World Cup. It should lasted like two weeks. No, like a week and a half. <laughs> a week and a half, yeah. And then the Swedish humbled us. And, and then, as soon as we lost off. the Swedish, and then Brazil the smacked we us. Done. Like actually, as soon as as soon as Kroos scored the goal on Sweden. I knew we were done. As soon as who? Kroos. Kroos. The free kick. Free kick on that he scored on Sweden. I mean, yeah, Sweden. That didn't really affect anything, though. No, but I knew that that that, that was. If anything, that helped us, to be honest. No, because if if if. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that would have put Sweden up six points. Also, I mean, that, that no, they we would, had they would have we tied. had we had the ability to just tie. No, they would have tied. If what? If no. It, oh yeah, yeah, they would have. They would have. If Kroos doesn't score, they tie that game. So Germany was it would have been out, and so would have Korea. And. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, I don't. Th- I don't think Sweden. I don't think Sweden. It was so long ago already. I don't think Sweden would have played to like for the victory. They, they, yeah. they might have. Yeah, they might have been okay with a draw because they were already going through the group stage. Yeah, they would have tried to avoid Brazil, but I don't think they were oh, as afraid Sweden, of Brazil as we were. But Sweden just played their game. Yeah, they, they didn't really they, do anything they, special. They play the way they play, no matter what. Which was annoying because I saw it coming too. Like that Sweden game was a trap game. They're just like super organized, and we're if we don't get our way right away, we panic or we lose our sense of style. We prepared for them with height, and they beat us on the fucking ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. We didn't give up any uh, set piece goals, right, in the World Cup? Nope. Crazy, crazy. That was the game where Layun got exposed as a fucking midfielder. Just standing still, not helping out. <laughs> Anyways. I I that. That anyway, let's get into uh... <laughs> more sadness. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know. <laughs> it's not going to get any better. <laughs> so, so, for those of you that... Last, since we... What? Since we were last on. Since we were last uh... on, yeah. Actually, I wasn't on with you guys, but you guys discussed it. Yeah, me and Luis like briefly talked about it because we didn't want to think about Chivas that at that moment either. But um, since then, Almeida's gone. 
Pizarro and Cota are gone. We have a new coach. Who else I, is gone? Uh, I just I think we just lost Pizarro and Cota, oh, right? Alanis. Alanis. Oh, Alanis. Oh, Alanis. Got yeah. sent us to Europe. Um, we lost our sporting director same day as our coach. And then we got a new coach like the next day, uh, Saturnino Cardoso, who yeah we should we all hated as a well as I don't know how Chivas great, I don't know how old we said, as a kid I hated him. Bro, I watched them. I used to I loved watching them play. I mean, not against us. He was not against us. Them, yeah, against anybody else. Yeah, I loved them. And then once he played, he was us, amazing. I hated him. That's the Luca team. That's the Luca team with him and uh, Vicente Sanchez. And I can't remember who the other player was. Oh, Senior. That was a great team, man. That was a fun team to watch. Didn't they have Fabiana Stai at one point? And Abundis? They had Abundis, yeah. They were stacked, uh, man. They, oh, yeah, Abundis. They were running, they're they're running the league. They, to me, Cardoso is the best foreigner that's ever played in Mexico. Like, yeah, I, they I, talk about They talk about, like, Guignac and shit, but nah. Bro, he, he scored is. 30 fucking goals in the season. No one's even, count, no one's even like, past 20. Yeah, Cardoso remember was they, a beast, I remember they, they were talking about Janini probably like coming close this past season. Come on, and he didn't even come close. Nah. And yeah. there were and like twenty of them were chip goals. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't it. score mad like mad chip goals this season. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, he uh, he's been. I mean, I I'm I'm hype off those videos they show. Of him uh, training the team, like the like the, like the forwards and stuff, working yeah. with the strikers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they've been working a lot. Of, yeah, they've been working a lot on their finishing. Like they constantly post videos about it every single day. Like the other day, they posted one with where he was working with trophies. Mm-hmm. And you know, trophies made like all the shots, and maybe he might he might have missed one. I think he tried to chip one, and that's the one he missed. But everything else he made. Yeah. That should have me hype. How do you feel about the Cardoso side in Rico? Because me and Varro kind of talked about it already on the last podcast we did. What I mean, are your thoughts I, on it? Obviously, I didn't want Almeida to leave because I, I love Almeida. Uh, I don't mind the Cardoso signing. I'm like, I just hate the front office, like, and I just feel like no matter how you look at it, Cardoso is kind of like set up for failure. Because if he like, he can only get a championship. Like that's the only way that his the, the bringing him in is going to prove that it was right. Obviously, that's, that's what we want, but I think it's very difficult, especially with a you limited don't think, team. Hold on. You don't think the, you don't think making the playoffs this season would be an improvement, though? If the I mean, fact it would that they be haven't an, made the playoffs. It would be an improvement, but are the, are is people are people going to be happy with just making the playoffs? I mean, I don't know. After two seasons of not making it, they might. I mean, I I was personally okay with them making it not last year because they won the, the the Champions League, the Conquer Champions League. But yeah, I, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's people that still hammer hammer it that they haven't made the league in two seasons. I mean, and if they, the, the and if they thing, do make it, like like that that's that's a big point of contention right now because Almeida is being put up for the head coach for the national team, and everyone brings up, well, he didn't make the national team. I mean, he didn't make the the playoffs for two seasons in a row, uh, and he had, and that caused him to have a, like a losing record or something like that, or like forty four percent winning percentage or something like that. 
But what a lot of people don't put into into consideration is like there was a lot of injuries after that championship season. A lot. Even during the championship season, there was a lot of injuries. And then on top of it, the front office started dismantling the team. So, like, with limited resources, you were expecting this team to play in two tournaments at a time and make the playoffs in both of them. Now, as a Chivas fan, I expect us to win a championship every season. That's just the kind of, like, the mentality that you brought up. If you're going to be the biggest team in in the country, you should win, you know, every season. But I, I understand why we didn't make the playoffs. I thought that we still could have made the playoffs because the team was still playing well. We just, we just couldn't score. Bro, he tanked uh, it. Yeah, he I was going to say season. that same thing, yeah. We were at, there was a I looked this up like a couple weeks ago. I can't remember if it was like week fourteen or something. Morelia, like that. There was, Morelia, yeah, there was still Morelia. Like Morelia. We won that no, game. It was, no, it was the game where it was the game where Veracruz scored like in the first minute, oh, and then yeah. they defended right. So it heading into that game because I think that game was a Sunday. I think all the other teams played Saturday, and heading into that game, Chivas had the we, ability to to take the eighth the eighth place uh, spot. Yeah, if we if we had and, won because. Yeah, if we had won, and he went with, and he again he went with all youngsters, and they lost, and that was basically it. Point being is that even with the youngsters, like they were still right there. Like he tanked the season. He went strictly solely on the Conca Champions League. Well, I think it was all like I think that like that also goes to like um, when they beat that Morelia team with youngsters. Yeah, it was the week before. Yeah. And I think that's really what, what you know, made he's like, well, we beat Morelia, so why can't we, uh, why can't we win again? And then that that stupid, that, it, it was the, it was the it was the game where Benjamin Galino makes the mistake, yeah, uh, yeah. right away and right in the beginning. Um, he goes to the pass it back. Even that I game, think? we dominated that game. We just couldn't score. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, sure, it's it's fair to bring up that he didn't make La Liga last season, but you also got to look at the circumstances and some of the reasons that they didn't make it and look at the fact that they purposely chose to play for the Conquer Champions League. They should have won the roster they put out. And we, and we mean, won it they, at the end of the day. Like, we won the Yeah, and well, which is, again, which is, again, is like when people bring up that whole argument of he didn't make the Liga, like, it's such a, it's such a, like, a, a stupid point because you're, you're just making a point to make a point where you're, you're not taking into account everything that that you know goes into them not making the league the liguilla or or yeah. everything that they did and heading into last season they said that their goal was to win that tournament that was like yeah. their primary goal is win the international tournament and go to the club world cup but i mean at the end of the day i was gonna boycott but now i'm not boycotting because <laughs> uh, i'm gonna watch every fucking game <laughs> i'm gonna boycott those uh, jerseys though yeah, those jerseys I mean, you know are what? super trash. Bro. Yo, but super trash. I just looked at I just looked at the picture again, and the white uh, one doesn't look that bad. The even the red one, the white one like, is okay. The white doesn't look that bad. That home one, that home one, bro. It looks like it's like a like tissue. It's like made out of tissue paper. Like you pull it too hard, that thing can get a rip in half. It's so trash. I, I feel I like I feel like jersey. once you, I feel like once you see it in. Person like it, I don't. Or once I don't you think see them so. wearing it, bro, it doesn't even look good in the official photo shoot. Like, 
It doesn't. That's, where, actually, that's when it's supposed to look good and be like, oh, I got to cop that. And then you see it in person, and you're like, it doesn't look that good, but I'm committed, so I'm going to buy it anyways. If I'm the not photo there. shoot, If the photo I'm, shoot picture sucks, bro, in person, it's going to be even worse. I'm not going to buy it just because I'm not buying any more Puma jerseys. You yeah. bought a Puma jersey? I'm too fat for that. Well, the, <laughs> the last season, I bought it at the stadium. Oh, what, it's mass snug? It's mess. Uh, yeah. You bought, you bought the wrong size? I bought the, the size that I always buy, but apparently for that, you have to buy like a size bigger. Yeah. Yeah, there's no man. Like, I was at the stadium, like drinking beers and stuff. <laughs> Damn. That's like when I bought the New Mexico one, I bought the, I bought the white one, but I bought a long sleeve. And normally for like short sleeves, I'm a large. So I bought a large in the, in the long sleeve, and you know, and I get this shit because I ordered it off, in, like offline. That shit looked like a fucking like I was wearing like a costal, <laughs> like it was mad tight. Because when you have long sleeves, it's like a size, it's like size smaller. So I had to go return that shit and exchange it. But yeah, Puma jersey is the same thing. I was in the stadium feeling like I had a faja on. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Why wouldn't you return it there? Huh? <laughs> I was already at my Nah, because I didn't even put it on until like I got in the stadium. I bought it outside, uh, and I didn't even put it on until I got in. I was in my seat already. At that point, come on, I was at the fucking Toronto game. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, those jerseys. I, don't, I think once you see them, they won't be so bad. But... They nah. right now off the rip they, they do look terrible. That like home, compared to the last two seasons. That home one is trash. The white one with the photo the Xerox copy streaks. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I mean I America America like, fans America fans defend a nasty ass yellow jersey every year. And that nasty ass green one. jersey too, so Yeah. We we, we gotta defend our one. jerseys. <laughs> I mean I, I have I have the green one from last season. I have the home one. I have the black with the pink. I need to cop that one. And I have the long sleeve from the winning season. So I'm good on jerseys right now. Plus I have the 110 year anniversary. Yep. So I'm just like, I'm not going to buy no more jerseys. That's what I, I don't even leave my house enough to be buying jerseys like that. <laughs> like, where am I going to wear them? <laughs> I, watch I, don't wear, I don't even wear them. <laughs> I watch all the games at home anyway. Uh, what do, you, what, do you guys want to discuss more of who the additions that we've made? So, Pizarro, Alanis, and Cota um, left. And we got Gudinho in goal. We got Ben Rankin. Right back. We got Basulto? No. no. Basulto. Mario de Luna. Um, Mario de Luna. We got Sepulveda. the defender we got back? We got uh, Ponce. Ponce, Miguel Ponce. We got Sepulveda. And Sepulveda. And that was it, right? And then we got... I don't know if we... Did Sendejas leave again? Cause so he's been... He's been I, I haven't division. heard of him. Yeah, I haven't heard anything, but... Because yeah, he, he came back so, to do so the examiners and stuff. Team. The medical testing yeah. stuff. He came back for that. I don't know. He showed up by himself. He showed up the day the team, the team didn't show up. He, was he like, sh- what? showed up with <laughs> he Pizarro. He <laughs> He showed up with Pizarro. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't like any of the signings. I can I can, I can accept the Sepulveda one. Uh, Gordino, I don't... 
I mean, I haven't seen tape on him yet, to be honest. I mean, someone sent me a clip. It was like uh, all his like mess ups in Europe or wherever he was. Yeah, I was about to say, doesn't it's he have a like, a, video. like a low light reel? <laughs> yeah, it's a low light reel. No, <laughs> but apparently, apparently, he's beat out Wacho already starting job. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. He's. T- I know he's a tall goalie. I wonder if like he has those issues where like when the ball's coming in low. Maybe it's just harder for him to get to it, but he is pretty tall. Van Rankin, I don't know, but I know Chapo Sanchez is, is. They're saying he might be back by week three. I just read that uh, a little while ago. To play or be uh, or cleared? It said he might. Be I mean, I saw him jogging today. Yeah. Okay. So we gotta see how how he comes to... back too. Like, he's not gonna come back yeah. as old Chapo. At least not yeah, right away. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do feel like that's a position we should be looking to. We need depth at that position, yeah. Yeah. But I we mean, have there are guys. Conejito. I mean, Carlos Cisnero is out. We can say he Conejito, but I don't know if, I don't know if uh, Carlos is willing to do that. That's I don't think that's what the way Almeida did. He's more attack-minded. I don't know. Attack I, minded. Yeah, I think, I, think he, I think he sees Rizuela as a, as a, a Pizarro's replacement. Really? Well, apparently yeah, right now, good. yeah. Apparently right now he's going with a four-four-two, and but he's one of the left. left. Yeah, okay. the left mid. And the middle is is Orbelin and Michael Perez. Right is supposed to be Chofis, and then they're saying it's going to be either a combination of Pulido and Saldivar or Pulido and Godinez up top. And the back line is going to be Aris, Salcido, Pereira, and Ben Rankin. Yeah, we got to get rid of Aris too, I think. He, he, he lost he, a um, step. And like... Which was the game I was watching when they played in Chicago? When I, when, I, when I watched him play in Chicago, he looked like he was back to his old self. He was making some really good runs. He was, he was probably one of the best ones on, on when I was watching. I only oh, watched yeah. halftime. I haven't watched he, he was, any was, of this stuff, man. I, 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 again, I said I was boycotting, but there I was watching <laughs> a preseason game on, on like low. I said low I, was, I said television. I was boycotting. They were ten minutes away from me, and I still didn't want to. <laughs> I even I even knew where they were practicing because I, I played like on the field right next to it, and I still didn't go. Was that over there, but where, where we used to practice, Luis? Where we used to practice? Remember where we used to go for those games nah. on, on Sunday? No, it's not over there. It's farther. Uh, it's, it's farther, it's, right? right? It's, it's further down, yeah. Oh, okay. You might have been there uh, once. Or, it's, Orlando. It's down that way. Orlando sucks. But, yeah, we don't want to give away Orlando City's uh, locations like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can barely win. <laughs> we don't want They'll to give away... <laughs> we don't want to give away their secrets of where they practice. <laughs> uh... I mean, I'm surprised they even watch. I'm surprised they even televised that one game. To be honest, I tried to watch the the one that's not one, and and uh, I couldn't find it, so I was just watching through everybody's Snapchat. <laughs> from from what I've from what I've read is that the team is keeping like a lot of like the attacking. It's very similar to the way Almeida played, uh, so it's still like that high attack, energy, yeah. attack minded. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this season. I don't know what to expect either, but I know I'm gonna watch. 
uh, I know we're all over the place on this podcast today because it was kind of like short notice. What? Uh, all right, between the striker combination that you guys mentioned, which one would you guys rather see? Godinez and Pulido or Saldivar? Godinez and, and Pulido. Really? Yeah. I, I want to see Saldivar and Pulido. I feel like Godinez has better, has is a better goal scorer. Bro, he scored based, like two based goals. Based off what? Two goals? Yeah, remember when, <laughs> when Saldivar was the starter? Yeah, him and Pulido were like kind of getting going no, no, and then no, he got no. hurt. No, when, I, when Pulido got hurt after the Gold Cup and Saldivar was the starter alone, he could not score. No, but I'm talking about yeah, when Pulido and Saldivar were playing together. Like, there was two or three what? games where they did it, and they looked good. Yeah, they did. And I, I don't have... I don't know. I, I just... Godino still hasn't convinced me. Like, he scored that classical goal, and then... Who did he score He against? scored more goals than that, right? He only scored one... Nah, he scored... scored one against scored America. scored one against Seattle. And one in the Champions one against League. against Seattle. But that was like a... That was it. Like a poacher goal, wasn't it? I don't think he created anything. Nah, he didn't really create anything. And the one against America, it was the one where Chofis wins the header over that tall guy. Yeah. And basically leave him like one on one with the goalie. I mean I like I like his uh his hustle and like his ability his to hold the ball. Yeah. But I don't know if that's enough to get a starting position. I think I think Saldivar can Saldivar can play his back to the goal too. Like Godinez does. I mean the thing with Saldivar is like he's he's gonna be in the I mean, they're both gonna be in the box. Uh, because because you you know Pulido's gonna drop back or me or I mean I don't know I don't know what yeah we don't even know is, anymore like, what the game plan is gonna be with with um, Cardoso but with Almeida he was given that the, the liberty to like drop back and get the ball yeah I don't know I, I want to see Saldivar and Pulido I think. There's a link link up play. There I mean, I think that, I think that there, I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be the starting lineup with with them too. Saldivar. That's the one he Saldivar, used. Yeah. Um, that's the one he used a couple of days ago, or in practice. I think he's been using the Saldivar lineup with uh, Cholfis and then basically the basically the lineup from last season: Van Ranken at right back, Pereira, Salcido, Aris Hernandez. Chofis, uh, Paris, Pineda, Rizuela, and then he's been using Pulido and Saldivar in practice. I think. I That's think we're I mean. gonna see. I think we're gonna see uh, a lot of guys on the lot too. Yeah, he'll probably be coming off the bench. Yeah, I mean, there's not that many other be... options. <laughs> there isn't, That's but I mean, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't he wasn't terrible when he came in. He had a, he had like a streak of games where he would give. He would he would give Ronaldo Cisneros like goal yeah. scoring opportunities. Like some balls could put, put him into in. the box. We're good. I've yeah. I've called them I've called them a a poor man's uh, Aquino. He has some of those that's, same like abilities, that's like, fair. quickness with the ball. But he's not that. I feel like he has good. He's yet. he's he's good with the dribble. He 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 can take yeah, players he on. He's he fast. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he's fast. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He, the poor man's probably, Aquino is not as consistent. He just I mean he's still young, so he's going to develop. How young is he? He's a... Tw- like 20? 24, 23? No. No. Like 23 at least. At least. Yeah. He's got to be like 23. Yeah. Pulling it up right now. Um, 22. 
T22. Well, except, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Sepulveda. Sepulveda, what's it called? Is a, I believe is another option. He can play wing slash striker. What about Cervantes? I mean, he was not, you guys don't see him play, playing this season? Yeah, but right now he's with the... Uh, right now he's with, with the uh, Mexico sub, sub under 20. Yeah, some 21 team. So he'll definitely... I think he'll be the backup to the center mids. I mean, he, yeah, that's that's like one of the few youngsters that they kept. Him, Macias. Him, Macias, and, and Godinez. Mallorca, they haven't talked about it anymore either, right? Nah, they shipped him. They loaned him out. Yeah. He's or not they on the squad. Make him, they should make him the, the left center back. They should have, but out, they though. sent him away. And, yeah. I think in the, and I think in the Caxa, he played a game at center back. One, like a preseason game. I think it was Necaxa. I forgot what team it was. But yeah, in one of the preseason games, so. they, had him at, they had him at center back. Which is where he should be. Along. We also got rid of uh, Ronaldo, right? Yeah, Ronaldo. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they loaned him with... to the second division team. Yeah. But the thing is, like, they loaned him out, but that second division team is owned by... Taxi get us team, right? You get us team. You get us. So much shady shit, man. I feel like you get a. I feel like this is Nero's. This is Nero's acquisition was you get a like what this is what he wanted. Just so he could send them to his team. No, no. It just like like when oh, he wanted him when you know he wanted him on the team. Yeah, and like he was just, you know well, I'll bring him. Like a lot of people say that. The Willy Peña acquisition was him too. Like there was a he. I mean, I mean, they, it, there's been rumors. There's been rumors that he. But had in all fairness, in all yeah, he he invested in some of the signings. But in fairness, like even the Willy Peña, like that at the time, people were like hyped about it. Yeah, that was supposed to be a really good signing, what I, of course. What I what I think is like he's not seeing a return on those investments. That's why I think he should be sat off. He's like, I'm not seeing a return on this. I want to make some money off of it. So he shipped them off. Yeah, it's a business move on his part. what he wanted. It's a business move on his part. Like the team's in debt. He has investment. He's like personally invested in some of those transfers. That's just, I think, I think uh, Vergara just messed up in dealing with him. Yeah, I'm so, to to me, I think like, he got as a positioning himself for a, Corporate takeover, takeover in the long run. Yeah, I think it's just takeover or like escape while making some money off of it. That's why maybe getting rid of some of the players. You heard about some of, like some of the transfer rumors. We heard about with some of the players that he invested in or supposedly invested in. Which was yeah, like, like Pulido, Pulido he invested, like he invested in Pulido as well. Um. So he might be like, if I'm close to being out, let me ship these guys out and make some of my money back. <laughs> no, I don't think he's close to being out. I think with Almeida gone, he's back like where he wants. I, th- I think was the thing. I think, I think the, the, the beef with Almeida was that Almeida became bigger than them. Bro, I, well, then, I don't think who the fuck cares. The team is fucking well, they, winning, well, winning titles. Mex- in Mexico, in Mexico, it's very egotistical. Yeah, like and in, in, in these are these, these guys are all like you know high end businessmen, and all of a sudden this guy comes, 
He's winning. Everybody loves him. And nobody's talking about here too. Yeah, nobody's talking about how, you know, they made all these great moves for the team. They're only talking about, you know, everything Almeida does. And Almeida is a See, but I think it's weird because I felt I felt that Igera would get praised because of those signings. Like in the transfer seasons, people would look at him. I mean, it, was, it started. He was that out way, there making once, those signings. Once, once I feel like after the championship was won, I feel like that's where it kind of like there was like some discord because it felt like maybe I mean it's what I think. I think I think Igera was kind of jealous after that. That all the attention that Almeida was getting, because there, there there was already gr- like rumors about him taking over the national team at that point, and so to me, like it felt like Igueta was already like kind of like jealous of Almeida at that point, and then they go on, and you know he, they kind of start moving players from the team. Yeah, the whole Alani situation, which in my belief is both both of their faults, even though he got it through Almeida under the bus, which again, that looks bad as well. Like, you're on like the biggest soccer show in, in Mexico and you're throwing your coach under the bus saying it was his fault. Uh, you had so the, that's uh, where... Unpaid bonuses stuff. Oh, the unpaid bonuses stuff. Like, all this stuff is just starting to add up. And at the end of the day, I mean... I think Luis was saying, like, that, you know, if you play devil's advocate, like, he, from on, from a standpoint, you know, he's like, you won the championship with the same roster, and then you didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, the playoffs. Uh, but, I mean, there was a bunch of injuries that season. Even even the championship uh, season, I... We shouldn't even have been in it, I think, because everybody was hurt. Like, yeah. the whole run, Pisaro comes back and then playing at, like, 75%. And we still win the championship. It was like, I don't know, it's like an unprecedented run, I think. And then it, they, things didn't get any better in terms of injuries. No, I mean, I, I think, I, and I think that's where, that's where you guys started get, getting the heat was, it wasn't so much because you're not bringing in refuerzos, even though you just won a championship. It was more so along the lines of, you see that this team kind of made it to the finish line, like all battered and injured, and you, you're like, okay, so now you, you you definitely need to like strengthen up, and you see that your like your 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 best striker is injured in the Gold Cup. Uh, I think what was Orbelin injured at the time? I don't know, but no, Orbelin just like fell off the face of the planet. Oh, that Orbelin <laughs> had a super drop off. Yeah, his his. Uh, uh, his form just dropped off like crazy. And Osorio. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely Osorio's fault. Forgot where I was going with this whole point. Well, even <laughs> we also sold Gallito after we won the championship. Like that. Was it? That was shady too. Like we win the chip and then you send off. That was right after the championship season, I think. That we no, sold it wasn't. Gallito. It wasn't. No, it was. It was. It was. Following oh, no, season, it was, was it this? It was this past season, I think. Or um, no, because he just won the championship with Santos. Yeah, he had. He, yeah, it was it was after the championship. Uh, he didn't win the Champions League with us. 
So it was right after. No, he's won. saying. He's saying no. before this season. Rigo's saying it was probably before this season, like in the winter time. Yeah, like it, it was. Right it was the in the winter time. Season. It was in the winter time. No, it was in the winter time. It was okay. It was after the championship. Because. He, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like that kind of set off the alarms after we win the championship. Then you sell your best midfielder. There, it it just seems like now, like Igueta's gonna try, like anything, like if this, if the whole Carlos thing works. Hold on, I'll be honest. I'm not that upset about the Agayito thing because I think Michael Perez can play, can take that spot. I and, think he and, does and, it fine. And that's what. And that's what. You there's an interview. There's an interview. You, you guys want to get to that interview? Uh, yeah. Uh, you got an interview? You could. Yeah, I got an yeah. interview. You got it. Does an interview with Marca. Up. My phone. Do you have it up already? Well, no, no. With Mural. There's an interview with Mural, and they kind of go in depth about all that stuff. And we you know they ask him about the whole gallito thing. And he basically says, you know, we had Michael Perez, like, and, you know, Matias had always said that he wanted to work with the youth. And, you know, Michael Perez was a an, a good, was playing well, and he was a good, you know, replacement for him. So I, I never saw what the issue was. And then we got, you know, Gael Sandoval, who Matias wanted, and we got Cisneros. And I understand, like, I get that. Gallito's an older guy. and But I, I don't think that Gallito is at Michael Perez's... I mean, at Michael Perez is at Gallito's level on a, consistently, on a consistent basis, week in, week in, week out. Yeah. I feel like when he... When, yeah, but aside, how, much aside, longer, how much longer are you not going to play Michael Perez? It's like he's no, 23, yeah. 24 years old. What are you going to wait till he's 27, 26? I mean, I, I but I, but if you think about it, okay, Michael Perez's best game last season was probably against Toronto yeah. when he was man marking. Shut down uh, Jovinko. Jovinko. Well, not really because Jovinko still scored. Well, yeah, besides but, that one, like, 10 second error. <laughs> um, but the, the best Michael Perez we saw was. When Gallito was there, and Gallito was like on his heels, and it created like a competition between them, who could play better. And it, I feel like that just pushed them. I mean, that was during the championship season, and that was the thing. Uh, there was a point where they were kind of close. Yeah, yeah. And it just seemed like after Gallito leaves, he he was he was good. He was inadequate, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Gallito. But at the same time, uh, uh, what's his name had a huge drop off as well, so that also didn't help. I think uh, our, our whole our whole back line had a, like a drop off. Like remember yeah. the beginning of the season, we couldn't pass the ball out out of the back for for like three four weeks. And then we kind of stabilized yeah, for, stabilized every, ourselves. Every week it was every week it was a different lineup though. Yeah, it was different pairing between center back pairing. Yeah, because we um, spent like we spent like three weeks asking for Alanis, and then we see Alanis play, and we're like, "No, send them, <laughs> send them to Spain already." Yeah, 
And then he, like, as the weeks went on, they kind of started getting there. And then Pereira was hurt a lot. So Salcido had to drop him into that center back position. Then Chapo gets hurt. Now you don't have a real right back. He didn't. Adi's, Adi's got old. Well, maybe he's back. Rigo said he looked okay. Who? Adi's? No, Adi's, Adi's. Looked, Adi looked okay. But I mean, like, again, like, he's old. Like, yeah. It, it is time to. We need a new left back. Well, that's that's Ponce, right? Ponce positions the left back. Yeah, he's a left back. Yeah. I don't think I, don't, I mean from watching Adi's play. We were, we were going to talk about the interview, but from watching <laughs> Adi's play, uh, we're just all over the place today. From watching Adi's play, uh, it, it seems like he's going to be making like those long overlapping runs. That he is, he was, yeah. That's what that's what it looked like. I wouldn't think so from a four four two, but uh, he was making long runs the other day in that in that friendly. I don't know if that's just you know nature for him, but he was doing that. I I, I didn't really pay attention too much too much attention to Van Rankin, but Adis was like the best player at one point until trophies came on. We need more trophies all the time. We need trophies yes. ninety minutes. Every game. This is uh, we were gonna, we were going to get into this interview, but if you haven't nah, get into the interview, then uh, no, no, we're, we're, this kind of just like Chivas talk. It's not really like uh, we should have like. All right, if we're gonna if we're gonna bring up trophies, then let me ask you guys: Is this the last season we can say this is going to be trophies and breakout season? If it's not this season, it's not going to happen. I mean, but what do you what do you want as a breakout season? Consistent play. But All right, but what about play. what about no, when he consistently no, he, puts no. the passes? Hold on. What about when he consistently puts the passes in the forward to miss it? Yeah. Yeah, like, but there are some then, games where you, you like trophies will play, and then you can't even you don't even notice he's playing. And then there are those games. Got, there are those games where he puts the ball in the box and he sets up his teammates and they and they shank the ball. But the thing with the thing with trophies is like he's a ten, right? He's a natural creator. So See, like, he doesn't one, play like a ten though. Yeah, he, one he looked he good on the right. Like, he really on the right, played, Yeah, he on the really, right wing. Okay, so That's we look, we consider good. him a we consider him a ten, but he's not those float around all over the field tens. He's really yeah. like a right wing ten. Like, yeah. like yeah. the way Messi would in Barcelona when he first started, just cutting in. That's really what he does. He's not really like go to the left side, ask for the ball, and turn around. He's not that type of ten. So he's not really like a number ten. He just creates a lot from the right wing as he cuts in. Right, but what I was what I was gonna say was, he's not the kind of player that has like high work rate. He, like, so you 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 do lose him in games, but when the, when he gets the ball, like stuff happens. Like right. he, he makes he makes it happen. See, Whether so be, so when when Varro says like inconsistent play, I think that's what it had to do with it. Is when yeah. they made that would put. There'd be injuries, like in the, like in the yeah. Set, yeah, like attacking mid. He would put him at attacking mid, and he would get lost there. That it, that did happen. I also I do think that he had a really good partnership with with Pizarro, and with and when Pulido would play in the middle. I feel like with, when when those guys would play like in the like in the mid, like attacking midfielders, like he got you know, he was able to do more damage because the passing was just better between them. Um, to me, he's to me. I don't think he's inconsistent. 
I think, you know, if if you watch every game that he plays, every game is giving you at least two or three scoring opportunities. They're just not being put away. I mean, and he himself, I think he himself is a passer first and then a scorer. Um, but I do think, I mean, I would love to see him score, you know, every fucking game and, like, take so, off. So who do you think is, who do you guys think is the most important piece to, like, making this work without Pizarro there now? Is it Polito stepping up in the gold or is it Cholapisa creating? I would love for it to be Chofis. That's who I would love for it to be. For him I, to, ideally, know, that's who you want it to be, yeah. Right, because if Chofis is creating, then someone's scoring, right? Someone's scoring, yeah. yeah. Um, I To be honest, I don't think it's Orbelin, and I don't think it's... To me, it has to be Chofis, not just because I love Chofis. And like John Jagusa is a trophy chaser, but because... <laughs> uh, he is the one. He's probably the most talented one on the team, as far as you know his ability, his vision, his his dribbling ability, his ability to create a shot. So to me, it would be him. I, I just I, you get sparks from from Conejito um, Vizuela as well, and I think he might be the dark, really, the dark horse to. When Orbelin is on, you know, he's on, but we, we just don't know what Orbelin we're going to get at this point. If we get back pre-injury Brizuela, we might be all right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. To me, Brizuela at right back, I mean, we had a question about it. To me, I love Brizuela at right back because it allowed him so much space to make those runs, and he's so fast that he could he could use his sp- his speed and space to get by people. It was kind of like it was kind of like in for Pineda. I remember Pineda used to make those runs too. He, he yeah. would start playing deep and just run at people. That's when he plays best. But I think uh, Brizuelas can play uh, left wing and like do it well. Oh, he can. He definitely can. So I, I think. think yeah, he can. But I think, think Brizuela is, is, is the dark horse. I think as a breakout player this season. Well, not breakout, but kind of step come up. Back, come like back. Step come up. Back yeah. I think I think Venezuela's a dark horse. If he gets yeah, the minutes and he stays injury free. It's gotta be the two wing players. It's gotta be Chopin and Venezuela. Man, I would love for Pineda to fucking regain his form up the middle. Yeah, we need Pineda back. He he I has like any it, uh, aspirations of playing in Europe. I think he has to he he, he needs to see, step up. Now I think for Pineda, I think if you said, like, is this the year? I think this is the season where Pineda has to step up again. Like, he can't go another season with another, like, a down year. Well, he yeah, can't go three like, in a row. There are, like, rumors that he was going to be sent off to, where was back to Querétaro, I think, or to Cruz Azul, something like yeah, that? Yeah, Querétaro. Cruz Azul, no, Cruz Azul wanted him. Cruz Azul wanted him, and then Cruz I also saw, like, rumors for Querétaro. So at this point, he... they're trying to, like, get their money back, maybe, or just ship them off. Because if, if, like, you see the rumors, like, they wanted Eddie Gutierrez, uh, Gutierrez so, they, obviously, center mid is something that they're looking for. And I don't think they're going to replace Michael Perez. I think it would be Pineda. So, I think Pineda has to step up this year, man. 
He has a speed. He has a speed that I like. That even if sometimes if offensively he's not doing it, like he can he can harass up, uh, the opposition on defense just with his speed alone. Yeah, he's a he's a good defender. He gets back like on breakaways on uh, counterattacks. He can run back and stop stop uh, the counterattack. What do you got? What do you guys uh, expectations for this? Or what do you guys? No, what do you guys think is going to happen this season? Like predictions for the year. Playoffs. Say we make the league. I think we're going to hang around like eighth, eighth to tenth place on the I table. Think, I think. I think. I think between sixth and ninth. Yeah, I think heading into like the last two weeks, we'll be right there, in, like in the position to, to get in. I'm really hoping, like. That undercard also like the, the striking does improve. At times, that it's like that's all it felt last season. Is if we can just score some goals. How has Cardoso been as a coach? Has he won a championship? No, right? No, he took Toluca to a couple playoffs, of fin- finals, finals, or but definitely playoffs for a couple of years, like two, three seasons, and then he left because he said he couldn't he couldn't win the championship, and that Toluca deserved someone that could. Win championships for them, but then he, he came he back. Like stepped down. He went to a different. He team went to, I think. I know he was at Querétaro, and then he was at Chiapas. Toluca. Then he went to Chiapas, then Puebla, Veracruz, and now Guadalajara. And then I remember you, you, you told me somebody pointed out to you, right, Rigo, that uh. We were talking about how Almeida had the backing of his players, and I think Cardoso had that at one of his previous clubs, right? Yeah. What was it, Chiapas that the players wanted him back I and they signed him Ch- back? I think it was Chiapas. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Chiapas. So, I mean, uh, I guess it. he could get a locker room behind him. I mean, I get the thing is I, when, you, when you're when you're a player like a, like that of that stature, and if you're a player's coach, you can definitely get the the. Yeah, I definitely think he's a player's coach. Oh, I don't yeah, think, I think he's so one of those too. coaches. Yeah, I think he's a player's coach. I think, the, I, to be honest, I think the, I think the players are happy with him. I think they, I think they like him, or they'll get to like him. Uh, I think he'll, I think he'll fight for them in the media as well, and that that'll that'll gain their that'll gain their trust as well. I feel like uh, Pulido was like uh, putting stuff on his Price Instagram on stories about Cardoso, like. The day, the, the first day of training with him, yeah, like kept putting like learning and whatever, like captions stuff like that. So maybe this is what he needed to get back in form. Because even him, he, he hasn't been really scoring goals. Nobody has, but the guy that you expect to score goals hasn't either. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's only scored important ones. He hasn't scored like a yeah. lot of goals. He won us the... No, he didn't win it. Was it Gallito? Gallito's goal was the game winner. He had the he had the that one that volley though. Yeah, that against Tigres from Alanis. Yeah, who's also gone now. <laughs> so he'll so, be so, back. So will Saltillo be the main the main starter? Yeah, right. At what center back? Yeah, he'll be the he's the main pairing with alongside Pereira, right? Probably. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, no one else is beating him for the spot. I don't know how I feel I about know. him playing center back, but 
I think that's I don't know how I feel about him playing center back every single week. Like, I, I'd be okay, like, one, two games filling. But every I mean, who else week, is there? Basulto? Basulto, Marin. Is Marin they still brought punished? Mario de Luna. <laughs> oh, yeah, de Luna. That's who was supposed to be the Alanis replacement. I don't, I don't, but not, I don't but know not much really. about him, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, we had him already. And yeah, I guess he I, played okay for whatever team he was not. on. I guess we'll see, huh? Yeah, we were all over the place. Do you guys want to answer questions? I mean, I think we kind of answered questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's read them uh, off. see. This is what happens when you just say, let's do a podcast. <laughs> I mean, like, the season just snuck up on us. Like, when I think Rigo was the one that, he's like, yo, yeah, we played. Yeah, really did, man. We played, the season starts Friday. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. can we talk about how the fact that we're going to have to watch Chivas in English? Why is it? I kind of want to. I kind of want to watch that. Right, it's a it's a Charlotte's home game, right? Or is it? Yeah, Charlotte's going to be on FS1. It's going to be on FS1. Charlotte's is a broadcast rights are on Fox now. So my guy's pretty Alexi, cool. My guy Alexi Lalas is going to do the the halftime report. Oh my god! Let's I hope go. we, I hope we slaughter Charlotte's. He's going to be like, she must be who we thought they are. <laughs> honestly, I hope. I hope. Like aside from this game, I hope Charlotte's does well. Because I think it's, I think that it's, it'll track. be good for them to, yeah. it'll be good for them to get some traction and some market, some English market here. It just, it feels like the MX doesn't capitalize on the English concept oh, they at don't, all. They don't even try. They don't, they don't care. America but released a lot uh, of, English account over the yeah, break. You know, yeah. So it, I, I, they, they were they 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 really don't care about about the English speaking like community here, but I feel like they're losing out on like a good amount of like money that they could be getting from people that watch in English. Even like it's, even it's, when it's it comes like, to like it, scouting talent, I think in the states they they slide. They don't have anything set up oh, to no, like properly scan lost. like a scout talent there's so many like mexican american kids that would jump at the opportunity to play for chivas and now yeah, that, now that they take slacks on that now that they take them like there's no reason for them not to be set up here i think i think uh Carboso was talking about that about how like she would need to take our needs to take advantage of that in the united states oh yeah he talked about it i think so that's cool i think it was him I mean, it'd be cool uh-huh. if it was like Igera or Vergara talking about it. But well, maybe I they'll think, get the, think, the point. I think Cardoso's going to coach the youth teams. That's why he was saying Oh, okay. All right, let's get to these questions. We're rambling. <laughs> it's going to be two hours, two hours of nothing. <laughs> two hours of nothing, yeah. Uh, what, what time did yeah. you ask the question? A couple hours ago. Let's see. Should trophy chasers look forward to this season? I'm looking forward to this season. And that was from El Chulito, who has a picture of the goalie. I don't know what his name is, but he's a Chivas goalie who, in a classical versus Atlas, I think Chivas was winning by so much that he uh, sort of. Are you reading a book? book? 
Yeah, he's yeah, still reading a book. <laughs> yeah, that happened during that happened mid game. That's is there a, and, is there a video and, clip of that? And he got like a yellow card, I think, for it. Is there a video clip of that? Um, to whoever uh, you you you, you you could probably find it. I'm pretty sure there is because I remember watching him get a yellow card because it was like disrespectful to the to the opposition. Whoever sent this, whoever sent this question, uh, send us the video if you know where it is. <laughs> yeah. That is legendary. Uh, Spicy Soccer wants to join you guys in an episode. Uh, I think we'll probably have like guests and like call-ins. Yeah, I want to. Last season we did it and people really liked it. So I think um, we're going to try to do that more often this season. Uh, Well, Rome 95. What do you guys, who do you guys expect to step up in the Pizarro role? It should be Sweda say it right back. I was kind of liking him there. I think we all talked about that already. Yeah, I think we like. Uh, I think we all like him there, but I think he's going to be the left mid. Yeah, he's going to. He's 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 the Pizarro replacement. <laughs> I think that was it as far as questions, right? Yeah, yeah. You got. You guys didn't really want to ask us questions today. I think um, everybody just doesn't know this right season back. is starting. <laughs> Bro, it really snuck up on us, man. It's like the World Cup just ended. In a way, it's kind of good that we get soccer already. Yeah. So we don't go like too long without it. So that's kind of good. Uh, predictions for the Cholos game? The Cholos game? Cholos. I can't. Cholos. Cholos. Uh, I think we win. You think we win? We win 2 1. 2 1. I think we're gonna tie. Start off this uh, empatitis. Uh, hold on, just looking at their altas y bajas. They lost players too, though. Cholos. I don't think they. Wait, is it? I don't think they brought in talent. And they lost talent. I'm gonna go with a win because I mean we're Chivas, and that's what I'm always gonna go with. Um, I'm looking at their the roster right now. Uh, who like who they got rid of? The Cholos. They roster? got they, they got uh, Eric Torres. Oh, the legendary. Is he gonna Cuba. score on us? And will he celebrate? No. <laughs> uh, they don't. They don't. No, nah, they're not. They lost a lot of players, so we're gonna. Well, last we're gonna season, what they do? They were like. In seventh place, something they're like the team we could have overlapped, right? For a playoff, yeah, spot. we're gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna beat them two zero, a hundred percent. Bet on it. If you guys like to bet, bet on Chivas winning two zero. <laughs> but, but but don't quote me. On that. <laughs> don't come, don't come to Louis for refunds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, undefeated. I mean, we were undefeated like ten weeks while I was on the podcast last year. Oh, this is true. Invincible uh, season coming up, (laughs) and then and then I showed up to the stadium and we won the international trophy. A fifty-something year streak broken. I broke it. I just spent I just spent the World Cup getting everything wrong. So (laughs) everything. So whatever I said, don't take it. Take for a grain of salt. (laughs) I don't know. Did you even watch the a lot of the games, bro? For what World Cup? Yeah, yeah. I was you, watching. Were you, were you I was watching everything at work. 
I didn't see you tweet during the Mexico ones, like the last couple ones. Oh, uh, because I, I watched all those at a bar. Too drunk to tweet. Niggas, niggas yeah. come to the bar to watch the or game. No, or I had no service. Like the game we, uh, yeah. the game against Brazil, Brazil. it was like we, uh, we went to Studio Square and we brought out the, the drum and stuff. So like the whole game, people kept buying me beer. And by the end of it, I Bruh. was like, "Wow, I'm I'm done." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, go home already." We already <laughs> lost the game. It was like two hours after, you were still there, like posting videos on IG. I was like, "Yo, bro, like, it's free beer." Like, that whole time, I had what? free beer. <laughs> after we were eliminated, yeah, yeah, I think it was still there. I was like sulking in my sadness, and he's and he's still there. <laughs> ah, like I was, I wasn't that sad. Though, I'll be honest. I, it didn't I hurt more. Like, I was more. It I was didn't more hurt mad. Like the Holland. It didn't hurt like the. It hurt. Oh, Holland was like, worse. I wasn't. I wasn't mad at Brazil game. I was mad. Like it made me mad at the Sweden game all over again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I wasn't mad that we lost to Brazil. I was mad that we freaking lost to Sweden after after we got eliminated. That, yo, that ruined it. That Sweden game, I didn't watch. That's the one that I I had to be in the. At a meeting. Oh, you were in a meeting? And like I checked the score and I almost threw up like mid meeting. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like two nil and oh, I was like I, I stood up, I was like <laughs> I, I went was, to like, my cousins oh, to watch it. I went to my cousins to watch it and I normally I was never I was watching all the games at home. I go to my cousins and it was like a weekday and I was like, I don't want to watch it by myself in the house. And we lost and I'm like, yo, this is the last time. <laughs> I come to your house to watch a game. <laughs> you will never see me here ever again. I don't know. If I, I didn't tell you, right? But I watched the Holland game with them also, like four years ago, and uh-huh. like tw- twenty yeah. minutes, like like when we were winning, we were planning out like being back there again for the next game. Everyone sitting in the same spot, and then the game ends. They were like, "I'm never coming back here." I told them. I, I text them. I was like, "Do not go watch the game at his house." I wish you would have told me that. He got me the tickets to the Toronto game, so shout out to shout out to Chinks. <laughs> you know. uh, Olivia, though, Olivia uh, from Copenhagen invited me to go watch it somewhere. I was like, did, "Did you guys did you guys watch the Brazil versus Belgium game?" Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So heading into when Mexico played Brazil, like I don't know if you guys were hyped. I was hyped that Marcelo wasn't playing. But then, yeah, I thought, against, I thought we, were, we were gonna be able to yeah. take advantage of that. Of that. Yeah, but watch, watching them against Belgium when Marcelo did play, like he would be all the way up, and they were constantly getting exposed on defense. But when Mexico played him, uh, who was it? Felipe Felipe Luis. He stayed yeah. back the whole time guarding Lozano, and Lozano could never expose him. Because he's a terrible dribbler. So it's but, like the one know, game because he's overrated. Like we, bro, bro <laughs> But we were hyped that Marcelo wasn't playing, and and, and in a way, it kind of hurt us. Like, we would have been better off with Marcelo playing. Lozano would have had way more space to attack. Yeah. Anyways, enough about that. Lozano's not here to defend Lozano, who can't fucking dribble for shit. <laughs> he loves Lozano? Yeah. Yeah. He was hyped as fuck, and then that Lozano scored that first goal against Germany. Bro, I was disgusted by some of the reactions after the World Cup. People hyped about Vela's performance in the World Cup. Like bro, he played like sixty minutes good the whole World Cup. Well, besides, the I thought game, that I saw that last game when he moved him, but that was a mistake. When he moved to Bella, Bella to the wing. Bro, he just. I thought Bella's. I thought Bella's. See, the thing was, I, I thought Bella's ideal position was playing as, as the cam, and then having yeah, he was, you know, 
having the two defend having the two midfielders behind him as defensive midfielders. But when he put Rafa Marquez back there, it re- it required them to do too much, like defensively and offensively. And I thought like that. Hey, but look, team. people say Vela had a good World Cup, right? Did he play good against Germany? Yeah, right. That's yeah. the one good he game got, he had. Yeah, he got subbed off in the 60th minutes. All right, so that's he 60 couldn't minutes. breathe. The, the, the Korea game, the Korea game, we won't count it because it's Korea. We're way better than them, so whatever. He played good versus Korea, cool. But then Sweden, he didn't do nothing versus Sweden. That's another game where he didn't, he didn't ninety whatever how many minutes he played he didn't play well against Brazil he didn't play well, so out of the three important games he only played sixty minutes good, how's that a good World Cup? Yeah, I mean, I guess the Sweden like the Sweden to me the Sweden game, one of the better ones and it was really like because of the defensive work also, like with his ability game. to help out on defense. I mean, the Sweden game was just a, a bad, a bad, like, tactically, it was just bad. So when you see these rumors of them wanting to extend Osorio, like, what the hell are we doing? I have no idea. Cause he's a, like, for a guy who's a tactician, he's really bad. He gets, he gets, he's he gets out, like, out coached a lot. all the time. Yeah. Yo, his substitutions so, like, every game were trash. Were trash. Super was, trash. Yeah, there was, all his substitutions there were one. super trash. None of them. Not none of them one, made a not difference. Even in the games where we played well. Yeah, none of them made a difference. Like, you so couldn't tell that, who the hell played. To me, when they like, there's people like I've seen like Luis Vasquez and all them say like uh, Almeida's not ready. Okay, who the hell had who had uh, Osorio coach before before the national team? Atlético Nacional, because Almeida coached River Plate and brought him out of the second division. Well, Bantu that a second division. Save Chivas from second division. And then on top of it, I feel like they're both good. I mean, I think Almeida's a better tactician if you go based on, like, their finals or, like, their Bro, he's, tournaments. He's proved it in two runs already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a Because, like, I mean, he outcoached completely Stuka. different teams. He outcoached Stuka in the, in, the, in the final. And then he outcoached... Uh, I don't know who the fuck the coach is for Toronto, but they were they were obviously the better team. Yeah, Jovinko and yeah. So how can you sit here and say that you know Almeida's not ready? And plus, on top of it, Almeida's a players' coach as well, which I think that is something that I do. Osorio, he's a, he's a players' coach. Like all the players like him. In a different uh, way. And, They're not and the same think, type of player coach. No, no, he's not. He's not going to like. He's not the leader. Up. Yeah, he's not the inspirational leader that Almeida is. I mean, yeah, I think Almeida's a way better mo- mo- motivator. Bro, I, I was ready to die for him. <laughs> Yo, are we, I'm still ready to die for him. Are we him. still going to get that Chivas, that Chivas movie? I don't know. Oh. Now that Almeida's gone? That trailer was, like you said, Luis, I was ready to run through a wall for him. I don't know. Are we still going to get that? Uh, I haven't seen anything so. about it anymore. And I don't was, think we do. Cha- it was for the championship season, right? Yeah. I think we do. Yeah, but... I think they sell it. I mean, once you... I'm sure it costs to be a lot like of money to produce it. It's supposed to be like a Netflix show or something. I, hope oh, I, think, I mean, I think we end up getting it. I think we end up getting it. Just because it'll make money for them. I mean, they need money. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> but yeah, Almeida to the selection. Those are my final thoughts. Yeah. That's my, there's yeah, nobody I think, else. I think it Hold on, Almeida to the selección, and I'm I'm ready to to move past Guardado. I'm ready to move past 
Yeah. Herrera's like 28, right? So I guess he can yeah. stay. I'm ready to move past Chicharito. I'm ready to move past Vela. I'm ready to move past who else? Oh, uh, Hector Moreno. I'm ready to move past uh, Hector Moreno. He's overrated. He'll he'll never he'll never be the even as close to Rafa Marquez. Give the captaincy to Salcedo already. Yo, Salcedo had a move. He's the one I think, that had a good I think, World Cup. I think our back line should be Salcedo and Edson Alvarez. Yeah, I'm ready to move past uh, Layun. Like, yeah. Don't even like we don't need him. Like if you want to give him like their their final hurrah next year in the in the Gold Cup, fine. But after that, I'm done with them. No, nah, like, we need move, to start. Let's... We need to start the process right away. Because yeah, there's but... no like set lineup. If you think about it, like Chicharito, I'm ready to move past Chicharito. Yeah, he's he's done. Um, I think national team wise. I think it's time, and like I think it's time we got to start grooming Jimenez because who else is going to be there? Yeah, I think Jimenez should be the starter moving forward. I think Jimenez. I think his backup, Pulido. It's got to be Pulido. Who else would it be? Yeah, Pulido, Saldivar. Pulido, uh, the Saldivar. Kid from, the kid uh, from Vega. Uh, Alexi Vega. Yeah. Oh, Vega. Vega from Vega Toluca. From Toluca. Yeah. Vega's he good. got hurt though, so let's see how he comes back. And he got hurt again. Next year. No. Well, no. Last he's year he's coming back from injury, right? Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. So hopefully he does well and Chivas signs him. Word, I want him. Uh, and then the for in four years the one of the kids is uh, Joel Malik from Porto. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like the eighteen, like the nineteen-year-old kid. That's one of the. He just he just signed a contract, like a professional con. Like they just bought him off Santos because he was there on loan. So they just sealed the deal. So he he'll be playing in Porto the B team next year. Well, so that's yeah. a player to look out for in the next four years. We got. But yeah, go. it's time. To, it's time. Those like thirty-year-old players. It's time to move past them. I feel like I'm not like worried about like. I mean, everyone. There's a lot of people that are worried about the change in. The change in generations. No, you get rid of Gordado, we have Eric Gutierrez. No, I'm, I'm, Vela, I'm, we I'm, we got Pizarro. Gado. We got Pizarro, yeah. I'm more He's excited, excited about the new generation. <laughs> Jonathan Gonzalez at, at defensive oh, man. Oh, Jonathan Gonzalez, Gonzalez. too, yeah. On the um, wing, we get rid of Aquino. We call up Diego Linus already. Mm-hmm. Diego Linus, Chofis. Start, gro- start grooming him. Um, And and I think, I think Almeida will do that. I think Almeida will give those guys opportunities. Those young guys. Uh, who yeah, else? Uh, yeah, I'm re- I'm ready to see Chofis ball out in the in La Verde. Yeah, I'm ready for the ten already. I'm ready. Yeah, give him that ten. Giovanni dos Santos does not deserve that oh my God. number. I don't know, you know what you know he, felt, he took you know, a vacation you know vacation to Russia. I'll tell you who I fell back with this World Cup. Marco Fabian. Yeah, nah, he's trash too. He's he's going. He's there's rumors of him going to come to the MLS already. To China. Oh, he's going. To China. Jesus, really? I thought I thought he was seen in Miami. No, I saw I, I, I read today on Reddit that he was in China. Doesn't he do okay uh, for uh? What does he play for? Frankfurt I, I, or whatever. Frankfurt. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he do okay for them? He does. Bro, but I think he's good. I think. I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of the media, the Mexican media, overhypes a lot of these players in Europe. I don't think the coaches over there look at them the same way as like we do. Oh no, they don't. But no, when they I play, mean, they play well. Like. Fabian was starting for Frankfurt before he got hurt that back injury, and he was scoring goals for them. He meant he meant not, it should be he meant it should be getting a lot of playing time where he's going. It's Wolves, not also yeah. the media. I think he meant might play a lot. Yeah, for the Wolves. Marco Fabian, China. That's what you heard. I thought I seen. I thought I heard that he had met with Beckham or something like that. Really? They don't. They don't got good beer in China. He's not going to China. 
<laughs> you never <laughs> know. Beer. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next generation already. I don't gotta wait like after. Yeah, no, no. All those guys, bombs are gonna all leave. Yeah, we should mold I, them through the through the gold cup. I think. Because if you look at talk. if you look at USA, like they already started their next generation movement. Well, they had. Yeah. To. Well, they know, had to. Know. Yes, but. And I'll tell you I what. Mean, they already started. Like, the and best thing that could have happened to USA was not making the World Cup. Yep. Yeah, look, uh, Marco Fabian met with Miami Board of Directors. He was approached by the media in Miami Airport and confirmed the meeting. No deal yet, but it's, it does seem like an option for the future. That's for uh, Beckham's team, right? Yeah, Beckham. When they start next season? Yeah. Well, he still has a year left on his 20. contract, so okay. it's just that it's just saying that, yeah, 2020. Yeah. But yeah, like, yo, Team USA has a lot of Europe, young European talent. Mm-hmm. Their players playing in Europe. So. Yeah, they started their uh, next generation shift. They got Wea, they got so we, Pulisic, they got, I don't know, they got a bunch of guys. I'm sure they can fit a know. team of almost, like, European youngsters. I think so, yeah. So, we gotta, we gotta start our process, too. I don't know, I told everybody that... Marco Fabian, I mean, uh, Guardado wasn't it. They all gave me heat. But... <laughs> and then he didn't do nothing. And then he didn't do, do not nothing. A, not a single game. He ain't stand out. I can't even remember a memorable play from Guardado. Like, all he did was... Had, Herrera at least had the game versus Germany. Yeah, he, he balled out that game. And then Boy, he, and then he disappeared again. Guardado Whatever. Anybody buying freaking yo? All them rumors of players going to Barcelona, Mexican players going to Barcelona, gotta stop. Yeah, they got. Hey, Barcelona, Barcelona is not buying freaking Mexican. Barcelona players. not even looking at these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this, yo, people said the people linked Hector Herrera like, to Real Madrid. Losan, Losano to replace Ronaldo. I was like, what? Stop. Yeah, Losano can't dribble. Where's Losano going to play on Barcelona? <laughs> Who's he gonna, is he going to take a senior spot? Come on. Like it's proven, we're not, he proved this World Cup that if he does not have, if he does not have an over, an overlapping winger, or a counterattack, he's not he's not that great. Right, but that he's that would good. probably be, but that would probably be a good move, even if he is like as a backup on the bench. Oh yeah, a team he, like he, Barcelona he a lot. Yeah, so he can learn it. He'll learn. So he can learn. learn how to beat. Yeah, he can learn how to beat those defensive teams. There is a, I, I, a Arsenal rumor. That's why I kind of thought that Manchester United rumor was was a good rumor because I felt like I read Tottenham was ready to offer thirty five million euros. I thought they wanted Pulisic. Yeah, I saw that too. And then Arsenal wanted Lozano. But if Lozano is cheaper, I, I, Dortmund wants some crazy money for Pulisic. I, I seen. I thought the owner of PSV said that he wouldn't even accept fifty million for Lozano. Yeah, he said he would hold out for more than fifty mil. Man, he's gonna keep holding out. Who's gonna pay that? I don't think anybody comes and pays. Who's gonna that? pay fifty million euros? Yo, let's talk about how Chivas wanted. I think like oh, Elias Hernandez million for Pizarro. Oh no, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with that. <laughs> no, no, and and then they sold Salcedo to Pete. Who's Pizarro with? He's with Eintracht Frankfurt. Yeah, for five million. They sold him for five million. Who? And they wanted Salcedo. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I don't, like, I don't think Salcedo was looked at in the same way that, that Pizarro was. I just think that the Mexican players are overvalued once they're in Mexico. By the Mexican by the Mexican owners. And they do that to keep the talent in Mexico. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's the case with Pizarro now. Like, he's going to be super overvalued. No one's going to come in and try to pay the whatever Monterrey's going to ask for. Because they're going to want to make their money back and make more. They would have to sell him for at least 20 and no one's paying 20 Nope. And then I want. I, I thought you were going the 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 Elias Hernandez route. Who got? Oh, the, he went to uh, he went to Cruz Azul, right? I think for like twelve or something. And they were selling him. Much? They were selling him to Chivas for like whatever it was. They they were charged like six more. I don't know how much <laughs> he went for, but they were charging six more to Chivas, and that's that's Bruh. ridiculous. And I wanted Elias I Hernandez. I, I was I, I wanted him for like three four Chivas? years already. Which is why I don't understand why Chivas isn't at the forefront of getting rid of the Paco de Caballero. So they can sign some of these players like as free agents. Yeah, I don't know. That's the because whole of the money. Bro, teams are, yeah. teams are just holding them out. Oh, yeah. They, they'd rather like, send them to like second division teams or not let them play. I mean, they wanted Nestor Araujo and what's it called? Sent him to... Well, they, he, got, he went oh, to sent, Europe. Yeah, he went to Europe. I mean, which is good. They send them to over there. But, I mean, come on, I'm bro. sure that the team in Europe... Come I'm on. sure the team in Europe paid less than what she was offered. Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure the player said... He probably had both on the table. And yet he was probably his decision. And he chose the, the Europe route. Especially after that injury, I think. That's the safe bet for him. Because then he might not ever get a chance to play in Europe. Yeah. I wish I he went to where Mohamed is coaching, right? Yeah, yeah. I wish he would have brought over Sosa Montes to be honest. Well, they or were looking like at him. Alvarez. Like there was rumors that he was he wanted him. He wanted Man, Sosa see, Montes. I want to see all these young players go to Europe. And then go Gonzalez, free if you have Gonzalez to too. There were there was rumors that uh, Mohamed was looking at uh, Gonzalez or uh, Montes. Montes is the guy I wanted. Yeah. We talked about him on the pod before. Yeah, I also wouldn't mind trophies leaving to Europe right now. I don't see that happening. No, it's not. It's not. I have to have a breakout season. Yeah. Like a legit breakout season. Ten goals. Ten assists. Ten hey. goals, 37 assists. <laughs> they got to finish. And then they finish him. I don't know. Team. Are you guys gonna call? He scored the uh, other day. Are you guys gonna call Flo on, on the podcast and wish him uh, happy birthday? Sing him happy oh, birthday. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> happy birthday to Flo. He's not on the call because it's his birthday. He's not on the call. He, he probably has a, a second at his house. He said he was gonna go house. out, go out to eat, but he said, "Who wants I to went. play pro clubs?" Another chat. So he probably went <laughs> to Papa John's. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need Flo to start inviting everyone to those birthday parties he be going to. Oh, they all yeah, have, they all have like a, they all have a taco stand. They all sell awas. I mean, get out awas. <laughs> I was expecting him to be like it would be like a ta- like Tex-Mex food and stuff like that. Nah, Flo, I eat good. Except when he does the podcast. When he, when he does the podcast, he's always like, "Yo, I just ordered, I just ordered a pie from Domino's. <laughs> I just ordered fucking ordered Papa John's on the way right now." 
just ordered Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Papa John's is racist, Flo. You shouldn't be eating this shit, man. <laughs> um, he's getting that discount. The code. <laughs> he's colored. <laughs> All right, we need to wrap this up. All right, we got sleepers. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> we got sleepers. <laughs> All right, here's a new one from SZA. CDN. Uh, a new one from CDN. <laughs> oh, Ringo, are you guys recording? Uh, just to shout out your other podcast, are you guys recording another ep- a final episode from the Scumbag? I don't think so. I think we might just end it with that one. Yeah, those were uh, good. I, I like them. I couldn't really listen to them at work because. I listen to them out loud. So, oh, but I listen to them on my way to work. On my way to work and back to work. Everyone, everyone who listened to them, you know, gave us good feedback, which I appreciate. Um, but I think we are gonna wait until the rebrand and then come back out. So, Soccer Scumbags will be rebranding and coming back. So we're trying, we're trying to secure the bag. So. <laughs> New name, same old terrible takes. Yeah. <laughs> same old bad predictions. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Except right, we'll be get, uh, we've been getting, we've been getting them predictions wrong since since the first time this is the soccer scumbags back during the Copa America. Don't no, but the only the only the only thing soccer scumbags ever did was I I, I remember I predicted when uh, Chivas finally because I think we started it when on May the first took over. And I remember predicting she was getting into the playoffs. Uh, but other than that, we've been wrong all the way. <laughs> but we are, uh, people ask me all the time, like, you know, what are you guys going to do during the season? And what it would be would be, like, uh, cover, like, all the leagues. Like, but not, like, in-depth, like, just, like, a brief overview of every league and, like, transfer news and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all they're going to do is talk shit about all the leagues and all the teams. And all the, all the teams that we don't like. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna trash everybody. That's all they're gonna do. <laughs> Damn. Fun times. But yeah, if you haven't listened to Talk for Scumbags, it's on the Cult for Kid Network as well. I'm also gonna be a part of the other uh Cult for Kid podcast that's the FMF State of Mind uh podcast. Is that out yet? Yeah, that that already came out. I I, I didn't do the first episode, it was my birthday. Oh, okay. But uh I'll be on afterwards. That, that that'll be coming out on Mondays. It'll be kind of like a recap of the week in the league or whatever. That's that's what all the writers from FMF State of Mind. Yeah, you guys write some terrible takes also. <laughs> I see a pattern. I'm, I'm just, I, actually, I might I just block everything you're part of. Time. I might I just block everything you're part of. I don't even know why I do the soccer thing. <laughs> Alright guys. I forgot what the uh, last... Just let, uh, them know, just let them know where they can find you before we get off the call. All right, Please. you guys can find me on uh, Twitter. It's at you already know. Navarro's going to tag me in it. And you guys can talk shit to me on there. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, you guys can obviously on Twitter as well, r.a. Um, I run the Slacker Scumbags account. You guys can find me on there. You can find me on my State of Mind. Sometimes I tweet from Chivas in North Bay if it's a really like obvious trophy tweet. Me, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. All right, and uh, if you're not following the podcast on Twitter, it's at Chivas del Norte. 
if you uh, want to rate and review the podcast, you can look it up. We appreciate on, that. At the Colorful Kit on uh, iTunes, right? iTunes yeah, Store. Yeah, iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Leave us a five star. Tell us where those trashes are take or uh, right, whatever. I <laughs> trashes are take. Takes are trash. <laughs> Too late. That's when you I'm know it's late. It's late. I want to go. <laughs> Alright, we'll be back uh, after uh, sometime next week. If you guys with, play uh, Fortnite, with, a, with add me. Uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back with a much more uh, organized pod. Organized <laughs> podcast. Yes. Yeah. Don't 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 rate and review this episode. <laughs> yeah. This is strictly. This is just like Chivas talk. We're just We're stretching. Joel is going to listen and he's going to be like, you guys did not talk enough about the you got an interview. He's going <laughs> to be so even tri- prep. He's going to be so triggered we talked about Almeida. <laughs> yeah. We we just we just put this together like last night, so enjoy it. All right. Um, I guess I guess that's it. <laughs> yep. All right, later guys. All right, later guys. <laughs>